Friday afternoon edition of the PHLY Eagles podcast. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, a big weekend, Zach. You know, there's there's the first game of the NFC East slate for the Eagles. They play the Washington Commanders on Sunday, but bigger than that on Sunday, we got a big birthday coming up. That's correct. It's my wife Emily's birthday. So if she's watching the top of the show, happy early birthday. Happy birthday for me. Yes. Uh, what are we doing to celebrate? Uh, spending quality time. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. all you're gonna give us. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going out to dinner, spending quality time. You, you two will just be time. sitting in a room together, staring into each other's eyes. Happy, uh, happy birthday, hope, Emily. Right? Um, yeah, no, we're uh, because the game is on Sunday. Yes, so we're gonna celebrate on Saturday and then tonight as well. Okay. Any any uh, any particular message you'd like to send to your lovely birthday wife? I will tell her in person. <laughs> you know, I, I certainly don't need to broadcast it here, but yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky. Actually, okay. AJ Brown said happy birthday. Of the two people on the show yes. right now, one of them is excited about Emily's birthday. That would be me. Zach seems a little bit put upon. <laughs> Not at all. Happy birthday. Uh, AJ Brown wished her happy birthday as well. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. How did he know? It's A.J. Brown's son's birthday today. Happy birthday to A.J. Brown's son. It's his first birthday today. Okay. And so who said it was birthday-related first? He said it was his son's birthday. You yeah. said, oh, it, ha- it also happens to be my wife's birthday this weekend? Yes, correct. Okay. And he said, tell her A.J. said happy birthday. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but anyways, That's pretty good. This is our first Friday show together. Mm, that's true. Or first Friday leading into a game. We did a Friday after a Thursday night game. Right. And Fridays always have a typical feel. We but it is not first Friday because those are, that's the first Friday of every month. Correct. It's the first Friday pregame show that we are doing. Yes. And uh, as I was saying, Fridays have a typical feel to them. You know, a football week has a rhythm. And when you get to Friday, it's like the hay is in the barn. Didn't we do a saying? Friday show before the Monday show? It just wasn't, a, it wasn't before a Sunday game. Yes, that's my point. It, it was a Thursday for the team. Right. Okay. So this is the first time, you know, in, at, at the team facility, Fridays have a certain feel. Mm. Uh, after practice, they're off for the rest of the day. Locker room's typically a little bit more uh, diluted. Players are, are, are buzzing out. They're, they're literally getting a buzz. You know, Fridays, a lot of guys drinking? Get, no, uh, no, a buzz in terms of a haircut. Uh, okay. Sorry. Players get haircuts typically on Fridays, mm. you know. Uh, some coaches come through yeah. the locker room. They get their Friday haircut. Actually, back in the day, I, rem- I remember we used to see Corey Unlin every Friday, and I mm. won the former defensive backs coach. And I, I Usually see- in sandals. Big, big sandals guy, Corey and Unlin. I, I said to Corey, like, you know, what do you come in for every Friday? I was wondering if they were going over last minute defensive notes. And he says, no, I'm, get- I'm getting my haircut. Mm. So said, oh, okay. There goes that story. Do you ever notice Corey Unlin's toes? I've never noticed Corey Unlin's toes. I've never once thought about Corey Unlin's toes. Mm, interesting. Got some interesting toes. Why don't you finish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, finish your thought here. Like the, he's got the toes of a man who, who played some football in his time. It's like gotcha. Some okay. 
got some, but he's proud of him. He wears he wears sandals a lot. Shout out to Corey Unlin. Shout out to Corey Unlin. Whether nice. it's his birthday or not. A nice guy, nice coach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right, Zach. We've got uh, plenty to get to. We're gonna do our goose wisely later in the show. We're gonna do our crystal ball deagle predictions. But you were at the facility today. Mm-hmm. You talked to Nick Sirianni. You talked to AJ Brown about his son's birthday. <laughs> what uh, What can you tell us? What's the scoop? What's the latest? Yeah, so the big story to watch going into this weekend will be the Eagles' safeties. Uh, The good news for the Eagles is that at the portion of practice I was able to attend, which on Fridays is a very limited period, Justin Evans had his helmet and was out there. Uh, That's a good sign because both Justin Evans and uh, and Sidney Brown missed practice on Thursday. Sidney Brown, it still didn't appear that he was going to practice, so it's unlikely he will play. Uh, But Justin Evans... The fact that he was on the practice field, we'll get the report probably during the show. We'll see specifically what his status is. But that's, that's a big one to monitor because they only have two healthy uh, safeties otherwise. And the, uh, as, as we've discussed, they could either elevate Tristan McCollum from the practice squad. I actually think pay attention to Keely Ringo as an emergency safety. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's, that's, that's just something I would watch for if it got to that point. They, they, it obviously doesn't need to Feels get to like that Feels like you've point. done a little reporting behind that. Uh, but in addition to that, Sidney Brown was playing the slot, obviously, last week. So without Sidney Brown, this also affects what you do in the slot. Uh, and we'll get into it with the matchup, but... I, I think something to be mindful of is maybe you bring Mario Goodrich up for this week. Because, well, he's already on the roster, but dress him for this mm-hmm. week in uniform. I know you're going to say he's dressed <laughs> for every game. Yeah, I, knew you, I knew where you were going with that one, Bo. Um, Naked Mario Goodrich on the sideline. I, I, I am just on Just as a distraction ploy. Uh, because the wide receivers for Washington are different than the wide receivers from Tampa Bay, right? You have... That's true. Smaller. It would be not. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, the rules of the league. <laughs> you know what I mean. You're not facing these big physical sure. guys. So, so maybe this is more of a good rich matchup. Anyways, that's 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 something that we will get into. As far as the locker room, caught up with Jalen Carter, caught up with AJ Brown. AJ Brown, you might recall when you were watching the game, he was wearing these mm. uh, highlight green yeah, neon. cleats yeah. during the first half. He changed. He changed at the uh, urging of well, the you know, head of equipment for the Eagles, Greg D, told him he had to change, mm. but it feels from the league, okay? Uh, he wasn't allowed to wear those. He said he was trying to get away with... Uh, uh, what are they going to do, kill him? A shade of gray. No, they were going to fine him. Yeah. I think like $7,000 for that. He changed it just in time. He <laughs> he thinks the rule sucks, and he wants everyone... Um, yeah, the rule is ridiculous. Yeah, but. he wants everyone in the league just to wear the cleats that they want. And if they do that, he thinks, will they really find the whole league? Mm. Um, but do you know why he wears that color? Well, I do because I read your tweet. Oh, okay. Well, he wears that color, for those who haven't read my tweet, at ZBerm on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Um, he he uh, wears those so his, his, his daughter can spot him mm. on television. So His daughter who it does not have a birthday today. No, but his daughter's brother has a birthday today. There you go. Nicely done. Of course, you remember when A.J. Brown's son was born last year. You were in the locker room. When the son was born? Yes. I mean, shortly thereafter. Yeah, I don't, shortly I don't think okay. I don't think that's where the son was born. <laughs> okay. Uh, I also once wrote about those fines uh, that, that yes. the players get. Uh, Great piece. Socks. Big, big thing on socks. Yes. Uh, so Devontae Smith, speaking about socks, right? Mm. I was like, that's what, that's what those in the business call transition. 
Yes, and what's what's really good about the people in the business who are good at transitions is they make sure to also call out how good the transition was. <laughs> so Devontae Smith was absent yesterday. He had an illness. I saw him in the locker room today. He was wearing a mask. Um, uh, so Like a Bane mask? No, like the masks we wore when we attended games in 2020. Okay. In 2021. So, uh, so Devontae Smith was back at practice today. Good sign for the Eagles. Uh, we'll, we'll see how the, how the rest of the injury report looks, but that's the big news. As far as Nick Sirianni was concerned, this isn't a big week as far as like, uh, pressing things that he needs to address. A lot of this was about kind of the, the zone read per se. Um, and they're, they're, they're not running it less, but, uh, their, uh, the defenses might be not, well, I guess defenses aren't allowing Jalen to pull it as much, right? So he compared it actually to what you see on defense where Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat are getting chipped more. I, I, I should add, I spoke to Hassan Reddick yesterday. Hassan Reddick's cast came off, um, mm. and he's hopeful that this will – he doesn't want to make excuses, but he was smiling widely at the idea that he doesn't have to play with that cast on his thumb. He has a pretty gnarly scar on his thumb. Mm. But uh, he, he, he got clearance. He's free to play without it, and he's, uh, he's optimistic about how that will help him. Well, since you seem to have so many birdies uh, just telling you about the plans in the secondary, I'm curious, because Justin Evans practiced today, do you imagine that he will retain his starting position, or do you think it will be, he will be the backup, and Terrell Edmonds, mm. having had the full week of practice, will be the guy starting alongside Reed Blankenship? That's a good question. I'm still saying Justin Evans. Okay. But you bring up a good point about the full week of practice and that Justin Evans' status being uncertain. Perhaps they've built this game plan with Edmonds, with, with Edmonds and Blankenship in mind, and that could be the way they go. Yeah, I guess I'm curious to, okay. to see. You're, you're so focused. This is the opposite of our, our usual roles. Usually I'm the one focused on the backups. You're the one focused on the starters. Yeah, well, no, I was focused on kind of what their plans would be. Uh, and trying to figure out um, what they might do in case of an emergency. You know, when, when, uh, when they break less, you want to know where they turn. And that's, that's what a good reporter tries to do. There you go. <laughs> Call himself a good reporter and me a bad one, apparently. Not at all, Bo. Uh, all right, Zach. Uh, what's the line on this game? The line is nine, the last I checked. I actually have the page. DraftKings Sportsbook in front of me. The Eagles are minus nine, okay, and minus 425. By the way, good thing I hope you didn't bet on that Lions-Packers game yeah, last night. Yeah, I did night. not. Yeah. You really like that Packers number. Didn't, I didn't say I really liked it. it if I did, I would have bet it. I it didn't, didn't bet it. didn't come to fruition, yeah. Uh, so this game, the Eagles, big favorites, nine-point favorites. It's a 43-point over and under. Uh, and as I said, the Eagles are minus 425, and you can find that on DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, so everybody who's listening, do the math in your head. You'll figure out exactly what Zach's prediction will be at the end of the game or at the end of the show today. Uh, but while we uh, turn our attention to the matchup, a reminder about DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. 
Football is more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code PHLY. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code PHLY. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 and older, age varies by jurisdiction, void in ONTC, sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms and responsible gaming resources, bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. A uh, real quick thing, I know we're focused on the Commanders game this week, and we will discuss that. Well, you're already looking ahead. Uh, and I know you're not supposed to look ahead, but I have my Twitter feed in front of me here. And it's worth bringing this up because Jordan Rodriguez, the outstanding Rams reporter for The Athletic, uh, she's reporting that Sean McVay said today he's practicing next week about Cooper Cup. And that's relevant, of course, because the Eagles play the Rams next week. So we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll have uh, four shows next week to discuss that. But you can't control when news comes out, and news came out. Bulletin board material for Jack Del Rio that Zach Berman <laughs> is overlooking the Washington Commanders on Sunday. Sure you know what's on Jack Del Rio's bulletin board. I think the things that are on <laughs> Jack Del Rio's bulletin board would scare anybody. <laughs> Oof. Staying away from that one. Yes, I know you are. Okay. Uh, all right, Zach. Uh, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. The spread is nine. Mm-hmm. That feels a little bit high to me for a, a, a division matchup. Uh, you know, a commander's team that came into the link and ended the Eagles' unbeaten streak to start last season. If this game were to were to turn and it was going to be another commander's upset, what do you think that would look like? My guess is it looks similar to how it looked last year when the commanders beat them, which is the commanders control the clock. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to have the same strategy that, that they did a year ago because the Eagles have a better run defense this year and it's a different it's so interesting they play they play so many more even fronts uh you know four down linemen so much more and the defense like the run defense is so much better than it was it was a year ago yeah i think the personnel is a big part of that uh i mean having a healthy jordan davis affects it quite well and a better jordan davis yes and and a a better jordan davis but jordan davis of course didn't play in in that game now i also think that you know for all of javon hargrave's many, many talents as a pass rusher. He was not a big factor in the running game. I think that's a part of it, too. Which was kind of ironic because he was a nose tackle in Pittsburgh. Right, yeah. right. Um, we don't need to make this into a whole, uh, you know, relitigation of Jonathan Gannon. I know that we've done that plenty. But plenty. I, I, I do feel that um, I already have more confidence in this year's defense, even though it's a little bit less talented than, than I do in last year's version. Well, the first three games have, have given reason to believe that this is going to be a good defense, even though they're less talented than a year ago. So I, I, I won't disagree with you there. I have confidence in this group, and I have confidence in what Sean Desai has, has been putting together. Uh, and that kind of ties into this. So you try to figure out, well, how's Washington going to play? And I think their best chance of winning is probably using that recipe from a year ago, uh, even though they don't have this great running offense, even though they don't have this – this, uh, even though the Eagles' run defense is better, in that game, the Eagles held the ball for less than 20 minutes. It was like 19-plus. They turned the ball over a few times, right? We, we remember the, the Dallas Goddard play. We, we, we recall 
Quez Watkins yep. fumbling it. Uh, so, so that led to it. And then the other thing, too, is, is you can say, or I can say, that Washington will be better, you know, with the way they're built this year, with the way the Eagles' defense is built this year, they'll be better served passing the ball. Sam Howell's been sacked, what, 19 times this season? So Nine times last week. Yeah, so you have to be concerned, like, how many times are you, are you going to drop him back? So the, I guess the recipe for this game is if the Eagles have untimely turnovers and Washington's able to keep the Eagles' offense off the field, just because I think it, it showed yesterday when we did the exercise drafting the teams that offensively the Eagles just have so much more firepower and talent than Washington does. I do think that... And, you know, the strength of that Washington team is their front four. And I, I think it's fair to say that the Eagles' offensive line has been much better in, you know, run blocking yep. than in pass protection this season. Um, I think it's possible that, that they could have, you know, sort of a game-wrecking performance up front. I don't think the Eagles have been tested by uh, a group like that. Um, if I'm, if I'm you know, trying to project how this game could go wrong, that's sort of how I feel like it does because we've already seen that Jalen Hurts has been just a little bit less comfortable in the pocket through the first three games than he was last season. If the pocket is, is collapsing a little bit, uh, maybe that's what leads to the turnovers, and, and I think it's possible that, that um, they're also able to stop the run better than the opposing mm -hmm. defenses the Eagles have seen so far. That's a good point, and there is a lot of respect in that locker room for this Eagles defensive front. Uh, one thing that, for instance, I think was Brian Johnson said yesterday that this is the best defensive front the Eagles will see maybe this year. And certainly the interior there with Payne and with Allen. And then we talk about the edges with Young and Sweat. Two Hill. I'm surprised you didn't draft Two Hill yesterday. I mean, there's no need to draft him yesterday. I mean, if, if you're as high be involved in Goose Wisely, don't worry about it. Oh, I can. I, uh, it gives me something to look forward to. As opposed to celebrating your wife's birthday. Which I'm very excited for. There's, there's mm. actually, that's, that's the highlight of my weekend. Okay. Wow. I usually, you would, you would never, ever otherwise hear him say that covering the game is not the highlight of his weekend. That tells you how, how he feels about Emily. Yes, yes, that does. That does for sure. Uh, but I am looking forward to covering the game as well. <laughs> I want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that's, that's the way the Eagles would, would lose this game, is if Washington possesses the ball. Um, I, I see what you're saying about their front, and, you know, maybe they can force Jalen into uncomfortable situations, but I think the more the Eagles are on the field, the better it will be for the Eagles. I actually think it's more likely to me that the commanders would win this game when they have the ball hmm. by hitting a few timely okay. passing plays. I, I don't see the formula of them running the ball 30 times working in this game like it, like it did last season. Now, you know, if the Eagles yeah. turn the ball over three times and they're just, you know, sort of killing clock, maybe. But I think this Eagles run defense is, is much better than it was then. For sure. I mean, it, the, the numbers bear that out. I know there's this idea that the Eagles really haven't faced a good running back. I think there's a lot of people in that building who, who look at, at Stevenson in New England as like a, you know, a high caliber back. Uh, and the Eagles did a good job against him. So I, mean, I, I understand the offensive but line. Was, they yeah, played. exactly. And the offensive line they're playing this week is not very good either. Yeah, especially the interior. Yeah. So this is where uh, you know, a, a big story in that locker room has, has been the way these defensive tackles have played. And you, you ID'd it before anyone else that it's, it's the strength of this team. And or it's part of the I don't think I need defense. I don't need, think I need credit for IDing that. That seems oh. a little bit pandering. 
I'm, I'm pandering to you. <laughs> You're giving me credit for that. God, I mean, you you really don't take credit well. God, I mean, wear that one. Yeah, you 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 had a tweet. The defensive tackles for the new wide receivers. Yeah. This was before all the Jalen Carter stories were out there. I mean, everybody else is watching the same games. Yeah, but you're an astute observer. Uh, Jalen Carter, <laughs> yeah, uh, in, in speaking to uh, Jalen Carter today, the, uh, he says he can take more snaps, right? right? They've been slow playing him. He was asked if he's worried about hitting the rookie wall. He had not heard of the rookie wall before. And he says, I guess if that's a thing, but... He, I don't think he's going to hit the rookie wall. I think what you see is what you're getting with Jalen Carter. Speaking of walls, Zach, I, I think it is important for the, uh, the people who have been watching all week to know that these walls, I was right. <laughs> that is north, that is east, that is west, and that is south. That is uh, east over there. <laughs> yes. That is west behind Yes. You. That is north. And that is south. Yes, that's what so, I said the other day. You said that that was south. Okay, well, then every time I talk about DeAndre Swift saying he went to school up there. Oh, I, I'm not, I can't speak for why you were turned around the other day. Okay. But so how he on the very long list of, uh, okay. of uh, arguments over the years. I just want to you know, put that one on my ledger. You can take it. You know, it, takes, it takes a man to admit he's wrong, and I was wrong. There you go. Okay. You want to tell me about game time, Zach? Yes. Uh, once I pull this up here, uh, but game time is it's it's a great app for so many reasons. Um, I don't know that game time has uh, has tickets for the game I'm going to this weekend, but I am yeah. celebrating uh, your lovely wife's birthday by going to her old stomping grounds. I'm going to going to Happy State, Valley for yes. the very first time. Yeah. Uh, you know what do they have? Penn State UConn tickets uh, for women's hockey. I I don't know, but they I'm sure they have. Penn State football tickets, among other games. For instance, if you want to see the Eagles game this this weekend, you know maybe you are one of these fans who's like, I wish there were more one p there were more one p.m. games. There's only two one p.m. Mm-hmm. home games. This and Jonathan Gannon. Uh, the when Jonathan That'll Gannon probably returns, be flexed to primetime. That was New Year. That's that's New Year's Eve. Maybe you don't want to spend New Year's Eve at the stadium, but this is a perfect fall day, uh, first day of October to head to the stadium, and, and you're saying, where can I get tickets at the last minute? Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. For instance, Jerry Seinfeld's coming to Philadelphia uh, in the next few weeks. You can find those tickets on game time as well. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have because it's always good to not stress and be fun and be hyped for the fun. Uh, what are some of the things that we like about the game time app? I personally like the image of the seat views because if you're going to invest in a ticket, you want to know what it looks like. And then I'd like a good deal. I'll admit that. Lowest prices guaranteed has event cancellation protection and job loss protection. Forget planning months in advance. Game time is deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY 
for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Line. I'm sorry, download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If I pulled out my phone right now, you'd see the Game Time app on there and the PHLY code in addition. Nicely done. Uh, one thing that, that, you know, it's three games. The samples are very small. Uh, and even in a season sample, it's only 17 games. But one thing that um, has jumped out to me in terms of the Eagles offense is last year, Devontae Smith in the slot was such a, mm. uh, like a, a skeleton key for the Eagles. It was, it was like easy money. Um, and just looking at the numbers, he was in the slot last year, only 21.5% of the time, which was like 80th of the 110 qualifying receivers. But when he was in the slot, he was third in target rate and fifth in yards per route run. It was uh, 31 catches for 464 yards. That's like 40% of his production over the course of the season came in those, you know, 20 or so percent uh, of the slots, uh, the snaps he had in the slot. This year, he's taking those uh, snaps about the same rate. It's at 19%, which is, you know, about the same. But 67th in target rate, 75th in yards per route run, just four catches for 15 yards. That's, uh, you know, only 7% of the production that he's had this season in three games I don't know if this is a case of uh opposing defenses are like oh Devontae's in the slot they they like to throw it to him there and, and they're putting attention to him or if it's Jalen Hurts not uh not seeing him or if it's just that's not the way that the offense is designed at the moment but in terms of figuring out how to get everybody the ball and keep everybody happy it feels like that is a uh, an area that they can go to over the next couple games do you think they will I would hope, I would think so. You bring up a good point. I mean, Devontae, that's one of the things you like about him. You can move him around. You can often well, he get has, a and like, That is his superpower, right? Yes. Is he has such an unbelievable feel for space. Yes. Uh, and it's why he's so good along the sidelines. Um, he reads defenses so well, and, and uh, it does feel like, you know, if they had a more prototypical outside receiver, like even if it was like a you know like a Mac Hollins type from those years ago, I, because they're not going to yeah. invest in a guy yeah. who is who who really wants the ball, but somebody who would allow them to put Devontae yeah. in the slot a little bit more. I feel like that would be an interesting fit, like Joseph Engada, perhaps. No, I think they would probably need to do a little bit better than that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're all about Mac Hollins, so. I'm not all about I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think you bring up a good point. And I think that, look, uh, Jalen Hurts hasn't had a 300-yard passing game yet, which I could say he's due. When you have the pass catchers that he has, I think they, they need to get these guys the ball more. You, you saw A.J. Brown just take these, you know, quick, easy completions uh, and, and get the yards after the catch. Um, I, we saw Devontae Smith in week two go deep downfield. Dallas Goddard hasn't really uh, had, had that, that, that game yet. I'm waiting for a time when, they, when all three of them click. Perhaps it's, it's this week, but I, I think with the matchup Washington presents, um, yeah, I, I, I would look at, at uh, Devontae in the slot more. And it, now you're kind of limited when you – are in 11 personnel with Alameda Zacchaeus. You probably want OZ in the slot as opposed to on the outside, but I have no issue moving them around. Yeah, I think it's less about putting him in the slot more and more, and more about finding why it is that the offense is not funneling the ball to him in those situations right now. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about matchup-wise here, Zach? 
Matchup-wise, so A.J. Brown spoke about facing 25. That's Benjamin St. Just. Uh, Your boy. Big corner from, from Montreal. Uh, I, I, I think that what I am especially looking at is Dallas Goddard's Eagles use of 12 personnel. There's been a lot of gazing up of Jack Stoll in the building. Hmm. Uh, I feel like a little bit overstated. Jack Stoll's been blocking honest. well. He's Person- been blocking fine. Personally, I'm not as big on 12 personnel as they seem to be. Now, I spoke to Dallas Goddard for a while this week about 12 personnel and kind of why you can be explosive out of 12 personnel. And he spoke about how the, de- how the defense plays you when you're in 12 and that you can often get some some mismatches downfield against the safety. They're, they're dropping fewer people in coverage. They're heavier around the line of scrimmage. And you can often free yourself up downfield. So he thinks that there can kind of be this 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 misperception. It's uh, a little bit reductive, um, but it, uh, part of the appeal for the Eagles is that they can throw the ball yeah. out of twelve and they can run the ball out of eleven, yes. right? And if you if you if the defense is matching, then that's where your advantage is. It doesn't always work out that way, but in theory, that's yeah. that's the idea. Uh, but, but I'm 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 really paying attention to whether the Eagles can get these explosives because you saw that last week they had seven plays at 20-plus yards. Uh, they only had four of those in the first two weeks. So I, I think it's a, it's, it's a big thing to watch. If they can get yards in chunks, um, it's going to be real advantageous here in this matchup. Uh, we spoke about the amount of time Sam Howell's been sacked. We spoke about the uh, Washington offensive line. Uh, in talking to Hassan Reddick, he, he said that the D tackles have been eating, especially the young D tackles. And he said the young D tackles are playing better than he thought going into the year. And that uh, it's going to kind of balance itself out, that they're going to be he, – he said he's been chipped so much in these first three games that he thinks there's going to be more attention that goes to the interior with the way those guys are playing. He'll get more one-on-ones, and the sacks will come in bunches. Uh, so pay attention to Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat. What's your sense of the, uh, the feeling in the building about the play of the linebackers, which it feels like has gotten a little bit better over the past couple of weeks? Yeah, I, I think there's been... Um, I guess really just last week. Zach Cunningham in particular, uh, that they like that the, uh, the way Cunningham's played. Uh, but played uh, Nicholas Morrow had a good game two weeks ago, I thought. And uh, they're, they're kind of getting by with that group. Uh, N'Kobe Dean, I think, is progressing well. That's, that's kind of the sense that I get. And... He's eligible to come off IR after next week in Los Angeles. Uh, so that will certainly help. But I, I think they're getting by with these, with these linebackers. I, I still think, I mean, I'm not reporting anything on here, but I still think that the Eagles have a move to make this season at either safety or linebacker. And I would actually watch for safety. I, I, I think there, there might be um, some, some sniffing around they could do there. Wow. Put that one, uh, save that one for later, so we can we can go back to it. All right, Zach, you ready for a little bit of goose wisely? We are. Am I we're, ready? I'm we're, pumped. We're tied here. We've both won once. Uh, I think since you won last week, maybe uh, you can offer the first one this week. Okay. Uh, so my first goose wisely, and I am pulling it up here because I actually put a lot of thought into these. Is DeAndre Swift rushes for 100 yards, or Jalen Hurts reaches? 300 yards passing. Okay, now just uh, because we need to be specific here, uh, this is at least, right? These yes. are not, we're not hitting these exactly on no, the number? No, that, that would be quite the... Okay. I mean, uh, Professor Shellman's already ripping on me for this offering is a good ones one. that don't hit. This is a good one. I, um, I'm going to go ahead and... and I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think... 
that this game to me sets up a little bit more let's throw the ball hmm. than it does let's run the ball. Now, uh, I don't know if, if, if they're able to run the ball as effectively as they have been, then obviously they're going to they're gonna continue to do that. I, don't, I, I do think that DeAndre Swift will you know, continue to be getting the lion's share of the carries in the backfield. Uh, he's certainly capable, but I think this is a game where the Eagles may be putting it on, on Jalen Hurts' arm a little bit more. So you're taking Jalen Hurts 300 yards passing. So I then have DeAndre Swift hitting 100 yards for the third consecutive week. Which one would you have taken? Jalen Hurts reaching 300 yards passing, oh, for sure. Okay. For sure, he says. Okay. Uh, for me, first up for you, Zach. Uh, Casey Tuhill in this game will have either a sack or a TFL, <laughs> or Sam Howell will throw a touchdown pass of at least 40 yards. I'm going Sam Howell with a touchdown pass of at least 40 yards. I'm not predicting that will occur, but... You have this fascination with Casey Tuhill. I'm going to add. I'm going to add on if you want to re- redo this. Also, force fumble or fumble recovery. He makes. A, he, he's involved in a splash play. Okay. I'm still going to. Or go, an interception. Were that to happen. I'm still going to go Terry McLaurin, uh, or or Jahan Dotson. Um, okay. You know, I. I now Sam Howell not has not thrown the ball downfield very often, but those guys do have some game breaking speed that they could. You know, they could run past people. Certainly, the Eagles' safeties. If it's Terrell Edmonds, could be taken advantage of. Yeah, Tyler's a big Penn State fan. He's producing the show today. And uh, he saw Jahan Dotson get, get deep downfield quite often when he was in Happy Valley. And uh, I, I, I can see, uh, you know, perhaps Dotson uh, uh, gets one or Terry McLaurin. Now, Darius Slay, I like to speak to Darius Slay mm. every week about the wide receivers. He gives such good analysis on the, on the, on the wide receivers. And... He, he said with Terry McLaurin, what jumps out to him is just like how hard he plays. He says every single rep, like every single rep, he's, he's trying to win. And I think, you know, like you might take that for granted, but sometimes when the ball's not going to, to a, a wide receiver or if it's like a, a running like there play. There are certain people in the Eagles building who would feel that way, yeah. Yeah, like they're, they're just like, all right, I'm just going to go through the motions. He says like every single time Terry McLaurin lines up. He is, uh, he's like going all out. So that's, that's something that I thought that was cool in the analysis from Darius Slay. I feel like that's uh, somebody after, after your heart there. Absolutely. Every rep counts. Yeah, who you, you are know. all the time is who you are some of the time. No, it's the other way. Who you are some of the time is who you, is who you are all of the time. Also, for instance, like... You Character know, counts. Yeah, you, you know, I, I, I used to think every article, you, you, you never mail it in because that could be the one that someone sees and is like, mm. I, I like this guy. I, I want to... Hire him to do X, Y, or Z. Host an Eagles podcast. Yes. Five times a week. A co-host on PHLY. There you go. All right, you're up. I am up here. So the Eagles have at least six sacks, or Hassan Mm. Reddick has at least one sack. Now, of course, both of these could occur. Okay. Now, so a half sack doesn't count for Hassan Reddick. For Hassan Hassan Reddick, At least one sack. Has to be at least one sack. Uh, I'm definitely taking the Hassan Reddick has has okay. one sack here over six. I mean, six sacks is a lot. He was Sam Howell was sacked nine times last week, for sure. How do you think I landed on six? Uh, because he's been sacked 18 times in three games. 19 times in three games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but I think uh, Hassan Reddick. Yeah, you're telling me that his lice, his face is lighting up. Oh, he's yeah. got the he's got the cast off. He can use his thumb for all kinds of stuff now. Um, yeah, I think I think it's about time Hassan Reddick gets on the sackboard. I'll I'll take Hassan Reddick. He's got great jewelry, Hassan Reddick. Yeah, yeah. What in particular stands out to you? 
He's just he he's got he's got nice jewelry. He he, he can tell. Um, okay, so I, I, we, I didn't like what accent. what appeals to you most? Like the a watch, a necklace, uh, uh, he, a chain. What's what's going? No, he he had on like a, a bracelet yesterday that I noticed. Okay, um, but no, all, he always is. Uh, he's he's well put together in that regard. Okay. I mean, you say something like that. I'm, it's not my fault for asking a follow-up. Yeah. He, 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 I'm just giving him a compliment okay. on the air in case he watches. All right. Now, Hassan Reddick, of course, went to college that way. Yes. Okay? Because that is north. Correct. And Hassan Reddick grew up that way. Correct. Okay? Because that is east. I'm glad you're catching okay? up. Okay? Yes. yes. And Hassan Reddick practices that way. No, no. That <laughs> that's the whole problem. That's exactly what you did yesterday. You said Howie was that way. So I'm running practices that way. Yes. Okay. Yes. And yeah. Howie doesn't. Pra- he doesn't. You know, work at the zoo. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, uh, this is a good. Uh, I think throwback one. You're gonna like Zach. Uh, sort of a new, a new wrinkle here. Uh, somebody on the Eagles has at least two receptions of the same yardage. At some point over the course of the game. So A.J. Brown has two catches for 10 yards. Um, could be anybody. You know, could be uh, Dallas Goddard has two, cat- two catches that both go for two yards. At any point over the course of the game, there's an overlap with the same player on receptions. Or DeAndre Swift either scores three touchdowns or tops 150 yards from scrimmage. Rushing yards or yards from scrimmage? I'll give you yards from scrimmage. Okay. So the, the, the latter is easy for me to understand. Correct. <laughs> um, but I don't think he's going to score three touchdowns or have 150-plus yards from scrimmage. So I'm going with the former. Unless there's this, the chat here. Do you guys think I should go with the uh, – do you think I should, I, I should go with the weird bow one or should I go with the improbable 150 uh, or three touchdowns? I mean, I, 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 far be it from me to tell you what to do. You have to do what's right for you and your family. But uh, <laughs> I would say – we're weighing, do you back DeAndre Swift or do you let Bo have, or do you take yeah. away a very silly thing from Bo? So I appreciate anyone who is watching uh, on a Friday afternoon here on September 29th. And so I'm, I'm going to go with the crowd. This is, like, this, is, this is like pulling the audience and who wants to be a millionaire. Mm. People are saying go with the same yards. Claire F. is a loyal viewer. Khalif is a loyal viewer. Uh, so I'm going to follow what they say and go with the same yards. Okay. If you had to phone a friend in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, who would you have phoned? Well, what's the question? Okay. Um, I got different people have different expertise. A political question. Or like a political history question. A political history question? Yes. Uh, I would probably call uh, Michael Beschloss. You know Michael Beschloss? I mean, you didn't tell me I didn't know the person. <laughs> well, in the phone, a friend. It has to be someone. Have you ever watched Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm answering the question. All I right. got his number somehow, and I'm okay. calling him All for right. a political history question. Right. Well, that's ridiculous. Okay. I do like his work, though. Okay. Okay. Who would you call? My grandfather. Yep. Okay. Yeah. For, for everything. For everything. For everything. What yep. if it was a pop music question? Oh, certainly not him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shots fired at grandpa. Yeah. Call my, my sister for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're up. Okay. So the Eagles have over 30 minutes of time of possession, or the Eagles have under 30 minutes of time of possession. Oh, interesting. 
Just a straight up who wins the time of possession battle. Yes. This is good because this is, means that at least one of them will hit. Yes. Well, not necessarily. They could be exactly tied. That would be fun. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the Eagles here. I mean, the the the, the, <laughs> the Eagles. Oh, the over. The over. Okay. Yeah, yes. the Eagles are going to win the time of possession. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, they're favored by nine points. I'm going to bet on them being the team who dominates and controls the game. So I will take I will take over 30, 30 okay. minutes. Okay. And of course, last year they had under twenty minutes in that game. Yeah. That was in Philly. The game in Washington. And the last two weeks, they've had yeah. almost 40 yeah. in both the games. The game in Washington, the week three game, man, Carson Wentz got beat up. Remember that one? I certainly do. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, that you know, um, last week's or last year's Commanders game, that first one, is sort of a good um, indication of, like, some of the little things that are due to regress year in and year out, like those plays that, Devon, that Devontae Smith made down the field in contested catches. Like, th those were not dissimilar throws to the one Jalen Hurts made last week on the D. Delaney interception, right? Like, you're going to throw a bunch of those up. You're probably not going to connect on those more often than not. So That's a good point. Yeah. Those were remarkable catches in Washington last year. Dynamite. Thank you. Stupid <laughs> what are you what are you holding back on? It seems like you're 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 trying not to laugh about something. <laughs> no, was, uh, the PHLY sports had a funny uh, had a funny thing up there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, for Fair the enough. for the audio listeners, it's, it's it's ZB over or under thirty minutes time of possession. Bo, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, which said, is, who's going to win the one. time of possession battle? Yeah, and I said the like, Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both like the Eagles. So okay. Okay. Never made a mistake over here. All right. Which way south again? Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, That's Zach. That's me being self-deprecating. Uh, Tristan McCollum plays more snaps than Eli Ricks. I don't think Tristan's going to be up for this game. Well, then you can so. take. Or Nick Sirianni mentions Jacoby Brissett in the post-game press conference. Can I ask him? You can, but that means you are betraying your journalistic integrity. Yeah, I can never betray my journalistic integrity, so I would not do that. And honestly... The integrity of my work is far more important than Goose Wisely. Uh, no disrespect to Goose Wisely. I mean, none taken, but, I mean, to say you would never betray your journalistic integrity, I mean, nobody, you're the one changing in Wawa parking lots and uh, dropping in on high schoolers. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, Bo? Both. Please clarify. <laughs> Please clarify that comment. Okay. Well, they're two, they're two separate things. Okay, number one, dropping <laughs> it. I said we passed Roman Catholic on the way to school. You said you it's, like to drive here early so that you can see the high schoolers. Going. I never. That's not at all what I said, Bo. That is, Bo. That's not at all what I said. That is not at all what I said. Um, Jeez. Okay. Uh, so you're going to take Jacoby? I don't think he's just, no, I'll, I'll go with McCollum or Ricks at this point. I don't think he's going to mention. Oh, um, okay. Well, no, because, well, yeah, c c I think Ricks could be up for this game. I don't think you, you don't think you understood the uh, oh, question wait. there. Now so, it's your turn to not understand the okay, question. Okay, so yeah, please repeat the, the question. The, I, the, I was a little the, taken aback. The back, item is that Tristan McCollum plays more snaps than oh, Eli Ricks. Then, okay, no, then I'll take Jacoby Brissett. In the post game. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's that far fetched. All it takes yeah. is a, an, an injury. Okay. God, Bo, I can't believe you. Got, what kind of comment was that? That was horrible. It's <laughs> <That's> not horrible. <laughs> Just <laughs> filling in the people who may be watching for the first time this week. Uh, okay. Let me, let me gather myself here. Um, so, a, and this one's for Bo, okay, because okay. 
Bo's favorite owner will be in the building this oh, week. Geez. A Sixers player is sitting with Josh Harris. Okay, now let's clarify. They don't have to be sitting. They just have to be seen yeah, they have to be in seen. the booth. So this is, re- this is contingent upon, A, the television camera showing Josh Harris. Okay? Okay. Which isn't always the case. You know, visiting owner, they might not. But given the circumstances, they might. Well, um, it doesn't have to be on the broadcast. This could be uh, like a photo taken from somebody sure, in the stands. Exactly. Yes. Right? And, and, and a Sixers player is in the crowd. Uh, I'm sorry, in the the uh, box that Josh right. Harris is sitting in, okay? Or there are more total points in this game than Sixers wins last year. Which was 54. Which was 54. And so it's total points in the game, not just Eagles points. Yes. And the um, over-under is, is far below this. Ooh, this is a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I did this when I was decidedly not um, <laughs> doing what you mentioned before. Listen, don't protest too much because then people are just going to think, you know, this is a, this is a human trafficking T-shirt situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? That's a good tweet. All right. Um, I think that I'm going to go with. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the points here, because I, I, you know, say what you will about Josh Harris. Boy, is he good looking. But I think that even even he would not go so far as to put a Sixers player in the situation in which they are seen in Philadelphia, like ostensibly rooting against the Eagles. You don't think you can be in Josh Harris's booth and root for the Eagles? I think you're I think you are inviting a very specific type of uh, Philly criticism. If you when do did that. the Sixers leave for Colorado? I'm curious about that. Um, uh, I think they. Le- I think their media day is Monday, so I think they okay, maybe so leave all the Sixers Monday, will yeah. be in town, maybe except yeah. James Harden. Yeah. Um, but okay, so I I, I like this one, uh, and I'm 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 curious to see. Now you're a big Josh Harris guy, as we know. Um, what do you think of the work he's done with the Commanders since he bought him? Not much. I mean, okay. He hasn't done anything. Okay, he's invested. Have, have you not been been reading the clips from the other markets? He's been. He's been. Uh, he's have you he's read done a great job of not being Daniel Snyder. The ESPN story by 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 by. by I'm sorry. <laughs> you really have me flustered. By Ramona Shelburne about Josh Harris this week. Real good piece. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I don't need more Josh Harris in my life. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you'll be watching that game closely. Uh, so I'm taking the Eagles will score at least 52 points. Or 50, the team. The, the, combine, the, teams, the teams will combine for at least 54 points. Yes. Okay. And you get Josh Harris as a sixer. All right. Last one from me. Straight up here, Zach. The commanders win the game. Or the Eagles win by at least three scores, by 17 or more. Mm. Eagles win by 17 or more. Okay. I think the Eagles can blow them out. The Eagles are a much better team than this Washington team. I think we will see that pretty quickly and pretty clearly. Okay. You didn't even think about it? No, I did not. Okay. There is, like a, there is an opportunity to talk, but... I mean, I, I don't think Washington's going to win this game. They're nine-point underdogs. They're coming okay. to Philly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose the Eagles are on short week. I saw that Washington-Buffalo game, man. Oof. Yeah, but that, that was, was it was sixteen nothing in the start of the fourth quarter, and they and they got two empty trips at a uh, to the red zone. It could have been much closer. Yeah, I'm, I I I know you were higher on this Washington team going into the season than I was. Uh, I do like that defense. I like the wide receivers, but no, I. Uh, I think the Eagles have a chance to run away with this game. Okay. Well, 
It's a good chance to talk about FOCO, Zach. Moses FOCO. Not Moses FOCO. FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It is the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season. Overalls, hoodies, hats, sunglasses, bags, everything you need for a game. FOCO has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. FOCO always has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non-presale items, use the promo code PHLY for 10% off. Let me just run down the items here for you, Zach. Uh, you have, because oh, we have to pick our golden gooses. Exactly. You have DeAndre Swift has at least 100 yards rushing. Sam Howell has a 40-yard touchdown pass. The Eagles have at least six sacks. Uh, you have the same yard play, two receptions of the same yard for an Eagles player. The Eagles lose the time of possession battle. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, Brissett is mentioned by Nick Sirianni. Josh Harris brings a Sixers player into his booth, and the Eagles win by at least 17 points. I have Jalen Hurts throws for at least 300 yards. Casey Tuhill makes an impact play. Hassan Reddick gets a sack. DeAndre Swift rushes for or has at least 150 yards from scrimmage or scores three touchdowns. The Eagles win the time of possession battle. Tristan McCollum plays more snaps than Eli Ricks. The Eagles and uh, Commanders combine for at least 54 points, and the Commanders win the game. Do you know where you're going to go on your Golden Goose? Uh, yes, six sacks. At least six sacks. Interesting. Interesting. I would have considered that as my Golden Goose as well. I will go with the, uh, the time of possession battle. So we got a, a guaranteed golden goose to hit on mm. the time of possession one of us will win exciting stuff as we try to break the tie here 1-1 one, one in goose wisely um any other final thoughts before we get into predictions i guess we know how you feel about the game yeah i mean i think the eagles are the much better team uh i'm, I'm curious to see the injury report has not come out yet mm. um but I'm, I'm, I'm i imagine that we we might see uh Sidney Brown out per se, and and or, or perhaps maybe Justin Evans questionable. I'm just speculating here. We'll see. We'll, we'll see there. But uh, the Eagles will elevate Braden Mann. I'm curious what the other practice squad elevation they will do will be. And no, it could I, be McCollum. It could be McCollum. Um, who else is? I mean, it could be could Devin be Allen. Garner. It could be Devin, could be Allen, Devin again. Allen again. It could be Makai Garner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess those are the the main options. Yeah. Do you think Quez is going to play? I don't know. Um, that's 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 a tough one. That's a tougher one for me. And hamstrings with wide receivers are tricky. So I I, I don't know. And Boston Scott is back. Boston Scott. Do you will think play. that Rashad Penny will be back and active? Yes, I think Boston. I think Boston Scott will be active and Rashad Penny will be inactive. And so, do you think Boston Scott will be the kickoff returner? I do. And then maybe yes. they don't need Devin Allen up. Now, so in in, in yesterday's practice, uh, uh, of course, Quez Watkins was limited. Okay. Uh, and that was progress for Quez. So, so we'll see what happens uh, in, in today's session. Um, but if Quez is down, will they need another wide receiver? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. You're cool with I four. think you're okay with four. Okay. Yeah, especially, you know, you don't want to lean into 12 personnel too much. Yeah. But I think if something really goes wrong and you're down to two wide receivers, I think you're still okay. And maybe you have Albert O up and he's your extra wide receiver. I guess, yeah, you could do that. You're not a big Albert O guy. You just haven't seen it. I, I mean, I saw it at Missouri. I saw it in... Just like you saw it from LaVisca Chenault and, at Colorado and, mm. uh, and all those other guys. Yep. 
Okay. Ole Miss LSU this weekend, right? If you say so. <laughs> I believe so. Who you got? LSU. Okay. And then, of course, Duke, Notre Dame. Who do you have in that one? Well, Baldy told me Notre Dame, so I'll go with oh. Baldy. Who did the Demon Deacons have this weekend? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Of course, for our new listeners, Bo went to Wake Forest as a devoted Wake Forest fan. Uh, was there during the Chris Paul era. That's right. And The Raleigh Skinner era. <laughs> and we, we uh, used to... Uh, before each each weekend, go over who our alma maters are playing. Wake Forest is off this weekend. Uh, they play Clemson next weekend. So that, of course, is why Bo did not know That's right. who they were playing. And who does Syracuse have, Zach? And let's pull this up here. Syracuse. Ah, so you didn't know at the time. I did know that because Syracuse has a huge game against Clemson mm. at noon tomorrow. Okay. And who does Penn State have? Who does Penn State have? Um <laughs> Tyler, you, uh, yeah. Uh, let me wow, see. Wow, you know what? You think you're paying attention to your wife's alma mater, but uh, no, uh, yeah. Penn State has Northwestern. 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 I knew that. Okay, yeah. I, I I knew that. Northwestern at two and two is hosting Penn State at four and zero oh because I saw I saw a story this this week that Penn State was practicing without music to prepare for the atmosphere at Northwestern. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you don't usually hear that, but. That's good. Yeah. All right, Zach, why don't we get into our crystal ball eagle predictions? Uh, as we said, I think we know the way you're leaning, but, but why don't you go ahead? Yeah, so uh, the spread here is nine points. The over-under is 43 points. Uh, I think the Eagles are the much better team. I think the Eagles are going to surpass this nine-point spread. I'm not even picking it on the line. And I think this game is going to go over because I think the Eagles are going to make it go over because the Eagles – uh, I'm expecting this offense to come alive more. Do you think this is going to be the offense that we saw last season? You think this I is going to be their breakout to game? It. Yeah, I think it's getting closer to it. Should be a nice day, from what I understand. Okay. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be in like the 70s and 80s next week. So I think this weather that we've seen is going to dissipate. It's going to be a nice day. Home game, one o'clock. The Eagles can finally get back into their rhythm, and I think they're going to eat on the line of scrimmage, and I think they're going to have. Uh, Big yardage output offensively. I'm going Eagles 30, Commanders 16. Okay, nice. Um, after correctly predicting the Eagles were going to win last week, uh, mm. which I did because... That's not true. You did not. Yes, I did. You must not have turned in, tuned into the pregame show. No, the one you make here on Friday is the official prediction. But that's not true. It's, it's further out. The one that I make on the, on the pregame show is the final prediction. That's the one that is closest to the game. Information changes over the course of several days. Had the Eagles lost, would um, you have said you predicted it? Of course. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is a wonderful gambit that I have uh, created for myself to be able to have a prediction on this show and then also on the pregame show, mm. which you can watch here uh, on our YouTube channel on Sunday at 1230 with Jamie Lynch and also you from the stadium. Uh, that is the one that really matters. So I reserve the right to change this. Uh, information changes, however. Um, I will say I do think that the Eagles are going to win this game, but I don't think it will be so demonstrative. Um, I think that the commander's defensive line will be able to get after Jalen Hurts a little bit. Um, you know, I, I resigned last year that I would never doubt, you know, Jalen Hurts again, and I find myself doing it, and I'm trying to ward that off. But I have not seen him play at the, the level that he did last season. And so uh, until that, I, I just I don't expect them to be gangbusters scoring 40 points in the passing game. Um, I think the, the pass protection has been good, but not great. 
Um, and so I think that they will have a little bit more of a struggle scoring than you do. Uh, but I do think that the defensive line is going to just dominate this, this commander's front. Um, I think Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox get in on the action. Hassan Reddick, of course, gets a sack because we need that for Goose Wisely. Um, and so give me the Eagles in this game 27-21. Mm. Okay. Uh, we'll take the Eagles as the as The, so the Eagles advance the 4-0 for the second consecutive season. I appreciate the comment on there from Brian C., who says on the PHLY website, it says 26-23 bucks. Um, Again, published yeah. before the pregame show. <laughs> yeah. uh, correct. But you can make sure you uh, check out all our content on allphly.com. That's, that's, why, that's why I appreciate Brian checking that out. Yes, we'll have our, uh, our, our well, I guess it's not a back and forth, but we'll have yeah. our, our game preview as well. Uh, all right, Zach, any final words? This was, um, I'm looking forward to a Sunday to Sunday here. And we have mm. Sunday to Sunday now for the next two months. So it's, it's good. We'll, we'll get into a, a, a good rhythm. I'm um, looking forward to joining you on the pregame and postgame show. I'll be at the stadium. And then we'll be here Monday dissecting it after Nick Sirianni's conference call. Uh, we'll be here Tuesday hearing from Baldy, breaking down the film. Uh, then back Thursday, Friday, looking ahead to the Rams game next week. So a uh, big week ahead. And uh, you, can, you can see all the coverage here on the PHLY Eagles podcast and then on allphly.com. There you go. Man's a pro. And happy so. birthday to Emily. He finally got it in. <laughs> Many times over. Yes. Many right. times over. So uh, for Zach and Tyler and everybody else here, at PHLY. We thank you for watching. Make sure that you are uh, downloading and evangelizing and subscribing and all that good stuff on YouTube. And we will talk to you on Sunday, pregame show at 1230, postgame show right after the game. For all of us here, we say uh, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and as always, especially to Emily, we love you. Y'all silly like the mayor.